Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to Home Energy Design, a podcast that teaches you how to design a beautiful home and life and make sure it's energy aligned. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and I'm a professional interior designer, realtor, and advanced feng shui practitioner. And these combined skills have made me an energy design expert, helping you find, create, and design the home and life you've always dreamed of. Are you ready? Hell yeah. Let's do this. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. My name is Amanda Gates. And today I sit down with astro numerologist Jesse Kelsey to talk about his new book, all about numbers, and the importance of numbers in your life. I've always been fascinated with numbers. And I started studying them at a really early age after realizing that my favorite number, which is 13, was considered superstitious. I played sports all throughout middle school and high school, and everyone always wanted like the numbers 19, 21, 22. I didn't care about those numbers. In fact, most people would fight over them, and I never really got that. But I never had to fight over the number 13 because nobody wanted it. Whenever given the option, no matter where we went, my poor parents tables, jerseys, parking spaces, you name it. If we had a 13 option, that was what we took. That's always the number that Amanda wanted. So when I discovered that a lot of people feared the number, I really wanted to know why. Researchers estimate that as many as 10% of the U.S. population fears the number 13. And even more people have a fear for Friday the 13th, my favorite, favorite day. I never really have found a legitimate reason why so many people don't like the number. But, you know, there is a preeminence for the number 12 as being, quote unquote, the perfect number. In the ancient world, it was always considered a a perfect number. Uh, perfect number was the perfect 12. For example, uh, we have 12 full lunations each year. We have 12 signs, 12 houses in Western and in Chinese astrology. Uh, If we look to Greek religion, 12 Olympians are the principal gods of the pantheon. If we look to Judaism, Ishmael is the firstborn son of Abraham and had 12 sons or princes. We have the 12 days of Christmas, which count the interval between Christmas and the Epiphany. 12 of anything is considered a dozen. And 12 is the last number featured on the analog clock. And it also is the starting point or the transition, so to speak, from a.m. to p.m. and vice versa. So what I have found is that fears surrounding the number 13 are primarily Western. Uh, According to the Stress Management Center and Phobia Institute of Asheville, North Carolina, more than 80%, this blows my mind, more than 80% of high-rise buildings in the United States do not have a 13th floor. And the vast majority of hotels, hospitals, and airports avoid using the number for rooms, gates, and any other things never harbor the number 13. So really interesting, right? According to Chaldean numerology, 13 is associated with change and upheaval so that new ground can be broken. And it's also known for genius. But knowing that it's really associated with change and knowing that people hate change, perhaps that's why it's considered an unlucky number. And I I still don't have really a good idea why I personally have such an affinity for 13. And I still don't fully understand why there's such a fear around 13. But I will say that my life path number, which if you add up your birth date, like say you were born uh, May 27th, 1986, you just add all those numbers up and you'll get the number 38. So if you add up your numbers, For me, personally, when I add up my numbers, it adds to 31, which is 13 in reverse. So perhaps that's why I love 13. Or who knows? I was probably a witch in my past life. I know I've been a witch in my past life. (laughs) 
And pagans find the number 13 actually quite auspicious. So maybe it's my past life coming forward. But at any rate, today you're going to learn some really cool, fun facts, very interesting facts about numbers. And I want to leave you with this so that you have something to play with around your birthday number, which actually resonates to a planet. So depending on the day that you were born, you have a dominant planet that really helps work in your favor, gives you a little bit more luck. So number one resonates to the sun, two is the moon, three is Jupiter, four is Uranus, five is Mercury, six is Venus, seven is Neptune, eight is Saturn, and nine is Mars. So for example, I was born on November 6th, so that means that my number is six, and I know that it's ruled by Venus. So anything in my world that resonates to a six means a little bit more luck for Amanda. And I actually have to say that this is true. Some of my best clients that I've worked with have been born on the sixth or the 15th or have lived in six houses. So fascinating, right? So figure it out for yourself, you know, and, and if you have a compound number, which means a double digit, like a 27 or, you know, a 15, just add the numbers together so that you get uh, either a number from one to nine. And then you know what your dominant planet is, and that will help you work throughout your uh, business endeavors, family endeavors, engagements, things like that. Because if you can find, say, a home, maybe a car, things in your life that resonate to those numbers eh, might be a little bit easier on you. I think it's fascinating. I think you're going to really enjoy the show today. Don't forget, quick little side note, all my courses on courses.gatesinteriordesign.com are 20% off until the end of the month. Just punch in the code CELEBRATE to get the code. All right, you ready? Hell yeah, let's dive in. Hey, Jesse, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing, Amanda? It's great to be here. I'm super excited to have this talk. We were just talking a little bit before the show about numbers, and it's something that I've always been fascinated by. I, you know, I've always believed in vibrational energy and, and the frequency that numbers have. I'm curious, before we really dive into your book, how did you even get into numbers? Like, how did you get into the art of numerology? Yeah, that's a great question. So, um, you know, when I came to this country uh, many, many years ago, I mentioned to you what year I came here. And then, uh, you know, like most immigrants, you know, uh, you know, we all, anyone will come to a new country, but, you know, um, a brand new experience, I would face many, many challenges. And, and I, of course, went to the same rut. Uh, so what happened was, you know, at that time, you know, I had some very basic uh, knowledge of numbers, very basic numerology knowledge, right? And, uh, uh, and so what happened was, as I was trying to find my way through, uh, I, something guided me to start looking at numbers, right? And uh, and so that's how it all started, you know. And I was, I was, I was, you know. I think it was more. It, it came from the outside, you know. And uh, so I started focusing more on numbers and numerology. And I was, I was still a greenhorn at that time. I didn't know that much, but I've I learned with experience, and I learned with experience. Initially, you know, I was, uh, you know, I was, um, I got my instructor, I got my commercial pilot's license, and my uh, my flight instructor's rating and all that. I thought that's what I'll do. I'll you know join a flight school, which I did. But then after a year or so, you know, I thought, you know, I need to do better than this, right? So then I got into, you know, real estate and all that. And so as I progressed some years, you know, this number thing just kept coming in. It kept coming in, right? And and then it was very interesting that with time, you know, um, I met people and, and, and it was the people, my clients, you know, got me connected to my first radio station in San Francisco, which was early 2000 with a, with a lady called Bonnie Colleen. She ran a show called seeing beyond the morning morning traffic time it was very popular and so then from there all the doors open right so um that's how it all started and, but i and then you know i'll tell you another thing right because i've by the grace of god i've i've met so many 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 people right and and i have refined my knowledge and my research by all the people that the universe has sent me you see so, um, so, 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 so that's how it is. But I, but I got into numbers more after I, I came to the States, which was, I was not that much into them when I was in my native country. I would think too, um, I, I would be curious what drew you into real estate, but I would say that 
being in real estate, it's surrounded by so many different kinds of numbers, not only house numbers, but also uh, prices and, and plot numbers and things like that. Um, I could imagine that getting into real estate really fueled the fire of your interest of numbers because it, you were surrounded by it and you could really help people select the correct homes. That is absolutely right. And that's exactly what happened. And then, um, and then it is because of that initial experience. I, I think I've, I've had uh, the good luck of me uh, closing over a couple of hundred escrows. You know, my first company, Calcy Realty and Funding, I remember. So we had that those many escrows, and uh, um, and then you know, yeah. But I I would suggest because I was on the radio all the time, and people would come to me, and and then I would suggest, you know, I would suggest that you know this or that or that, and then by the grace of God, right, whoever bought, right, or whatever was uh, you know my clients believed in me I, whatever i did you know every one of them you know the, all the equities went way up you know now they're all so rich now right it's all so wealthy now and i am so so happy for them but at the same time you know they i learned from them you see i learned from them mm-hmm. and because of that learning is is why i'm sitting with you today talking about numbers you know <laughs> Well, yeah, it makes it more exciting because, you know, it, it it's a passion that you have and, and you enjoy it, but it, it really fuels that because it gives you the ability to research it and validate it, most importantly, because you can see the success that they have when they choose the right numbers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, I'm, I, and today, you know, after all these years of, you know, um, working with people from around the world and reading numbers, you know, I... I just, I, you know, my I believe in them completely because you know I've I've I've, 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 you know, I've, I've worked with them on a daily basis right now. I see results all the time, and and I have uh, by the grace of God, I have many grateful clients and famous people. You know, they always check in or send me a little note, and it makes me really happy. You know, it makes me very happy. Yeah, well, that's that's life. That's a good life's work right there because it, it, you're doing something that you love, whereas you know a lot of people are not. So there's yeah, something yeah. to be to be said about doing something that you love. Um, so we're talking about uh, your new book that just came out, all about numbers. And uh, one of the things that you talk about in the book is the style of numerology you do, which I resonate with because it's it's what little I know. I'm no expert, but what little I know, I've always uh, found Chaldean uh, far more interesting. Uh, because I, I liked the fact that it resonated to sound. That to me made sense. Pythagorean did not. I'm curious, why did you choose Chaldean? Yeah. So, so just like you said, Mela, you know, I, I tried different codes, but I found this uh, Chaldean code more accurate. You know. Yeah. I found this more accurate, and um, and that's the reason why I, I adopted this uh, code right from the beginning. It made sense to me, like. Uh, I looked at the, the Pythagorean system and it didn't resonate. And when I found the Chaldean, I was like, okay, this makes a lot more sense to me. It, it, re- it really resonated with me. And I've met some people where it's the exact opposite. So I'm always curious why somebody picks one over the other. Yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah, so it's, it's, it's all there. I mean, it's all their experience, right? And how, uh, how they've uh, worked with it or, you know, and what is the result? Because at the end of the day, you can use any system, right? So long as the person you're consult- consulting comes back and tell you, right, oh, this happened or that, you know, you have to make a positive change in someone's life, right? And, and then you know you're on the right track. You know? and, 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 uh, so that's what I believe in. You know? So it has to work, you know, it has to bring the desired result. Right, they have to have, have right success in- with it. Yes, it has to be the right information. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Now, uh, this was the question that I was just asking you before the, the show. I, this was one of the my favorite things about the book is that you tied in um, astrology with the numbers. And I liked that you were um, putting the planets to the numbers, um, which I think to me brings in another richness to the idea of numerology. It, to me, helps explain that vibrational energy that we were just talking about. Like for example, four being Uranus or nine being Mars. Mars is gonna be far more aggressive than two, which is the moon. Like there's a different energy that's to that. Yes. What what is it about 
the planets, because you talk about in the book how some numbers weren't fantastic because Saturn or number eight was first or Uranus was first and it was ahead of like the moon or the sun or something. It, it, are we trying to do an alignment where the planets are in the correct order or, or how are you looking at that to align planetary um, aspects to the numerology itself? Yeah, so, so let me tell you quickly, right? So the association of number and planetary energy so, um, so now this is a Vedic tradition, actually, in the Kellyan Code, you know, which is practiced uh, in the Far East. And this is how most of the people will do it, you know. So, uh, so like the energy of number one is associated with sun, two is moon, three is Jupiter, four is Uranus, five is Mercury, six is Venus, seven is uh, uh, Neptune, eight is Saturn, and nine is Mars. So this is basically how we look at it, right? Okay, now what happens is, um, you know, we, you don't have to add the numbers, right? When you look at the numbers, right, you'll have to look at individually planned for energy. Let's say, for example, you live in, in a house number, uh, say, for example, 1080, right? Just an example, or 810, something like that. So what happens is you look at the individual numbers, you look at number one, which is sun, and you've got eight is Saturn, and then you've got two zero amplifiers. And then you look, of course, then you start with the date of birth, you know, of course, you start, that's where you start from, you pick up a quote from there. But then what happens is this number, typically ones, eights, when they come together, it's like sun and Saturn energy. You know, so Vedic tradition, sun and Saturn, a father and son, that is yin and yang, it's black and white. So one is light and one is dark. So they don't get along. Therefore, uh, in general, for this one number, right, if it comes on your door or your apartment, your residence or your home, it's going to bring in things like cuts, injuries, accidents, legal trouble, separation, divorce, a whole bunch of stuff, excuse me. But if you are, say, uh, in the medical field, right, a medical field, or if you are in the law enforcement, right, you work for the police, or the FBI, or some source like that, you will excel professionally. But personally, you know, personally, your life inside the doors will be challenged, you know, a personal challenge. So this is this is how this is how this works. Then, uh, now, then I'll give you another example, right? That like, say, for example, you pick a number, it's called a number four. Look at number fours and number eights, right? So number fours and eights, you know, like Uranus and Saturn, they always kind of attract each other. And But the energy is like quicksand energy. So they'll always pull and then they'll go downwards. They'll, you know, sink downwards. Now, it happens all the time, fours and eights, right? So now say, for example, someone has a house number, say it was four, eight and four, eight, right? I'm giving this example because there was an individual like this who had this number, and he was, a, he was an astrologer. And what happened to him, I would not like to discuss, but I can just tell you what it can do. You know, so four, eight, four, eight. So he says, oh, four, eight, four, eight. So four and eight is 12. And then another 12, so that's 24. Oh, that's Venus. That's a great number. But it is not a great number because each number that is there, uh, they are that's very heavy sinking planetary energy. Very, very, very heavy. And that's not a good place to be at all, right? But had uh, had the number been like a two or a four, right? Because moon and Uranus can work very well together or a four or a two, right? Or zero, zero. That energy on Venus is really good. Or a number three, uh, threes twice, right? Is also very good. But then to go there, you also have to again understand your basic code and know your best numbers and then work around those because see every number will not work for everybody and you have to understand that it's very very important so i always tell people you know stay with your basic code well you pick up your best numbers and stay with those numbers you know stay <laughs> with those numbers yeah your name has to work in that energy your home your cars your gems whatever it has to and then you also have to remember that you are even if you have all your codes set everything is kind of harmonized and balanced you still cannot be lucky every day, right? Because no one is lucky every day. The reason being that these numbers, the energy keeps changing constantly, right? So sometimes you'll be in a positive cycle very well. But then when, the, when it changes differently, then, you know, you would you would not be that lucky, but still you'll go through a difficult phase and rise up again, right, in your time. So, so that's how this works, you know? That's how this works. But if, if your life is harmonized and balanced, you will definitely be luckier than most people. That is for sure. Yeah, working with the energy rather than against it. I mean, that makes perfect sense. I think I was just, um, you know, that kind of gave me an aha when you were looking at the, especially the addresses in that way, because 
um, like the astrologer that you were just talking about, that's what I've always done is I've looked at the compound number to see what that number would represent. If it was a 45 or, you know, like an 18, which is, you know, could be some heavy karma, but it never occurred to me to look at it from the planetary aspect. And, and it was, as soon as I read that, I was like, I looked at my own address and I was like, okay, moon and Neptune. Oh God, I don't know if that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, no, that definitely, I think there's a, the reason we are talking to is I think there's some change coming for you too. And a, and a better home and a luckier home is going to come to you. So and let me ask you about that. So somebody who's listening to this today, they're wondering if they're, you know, living in a, in a good vibrational number. And you had told me that three, five or six are good for me. And, you know, let's say somebody calls you and you say, you know, three, five or six is fantastic for you. Um, are we like, how do we not make the mistake of what your astrologer did and just add up all of them and go, oh, six, that's fantastic, or 24, which ends up being six, which is fantastic. How do we avoid those pitfalls? So, so just like I said, you know, we have to uh, look at each uh, number individually, right? You know how it is. See, now, see, in your case, right, give you an example. So, you got two, and I mean, let me say the example that you gave me earlier. 27202, right? So now had this number just been a two and a four, you know, with moon and Uranus, it would be so much better. You know how it is? Or yeah, but finding yeah. a number 24, it's not impossible. I've definitely seen them. But yeah. most of our addresses, especially here in Nashville, are three numbers, like one, two, three, or they're four numbers, or like mine, which has, uh, what, five numbers in it? Four num five numbers five yeah five yeah so three yeah, numbers five. are really good you can find three numbers and you know find uh you know an entry which has more sun on the door shining on the door uh, that will be you know that that basically when the sun starts shining on the on a door with the, the right uh, vibration for the occupant right and then if you're in the business of you know mass media like you are then it's like you know the light goes everywhere you know how it is it just go way further way way further and uh, pretty much will shine everywhere so, uh, so that's how, uh, that's how you could do it. So like if I found a house number that was 136, it adds up to a one, but it gives me the sun, Jupiter and Venus. Would that be kind of like how you're looking at this? Yeah. So one, three, six, again, what I would do is you got sun, Jupiter and Venus. You're right. But then the three and the six is working for you. What happens? The one and the six contradict, you know? So the sun and, and Venus right in the end, because Venus is very close to sun, right? And Venus is a very hot planet as well. So, uh, and then, and that energy is more, it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's different energies. It's more executive than business. And it's more of something else. It's not what you are doing right now, right? We're different. <laughs> okay so the conclusion is is that when i look start buying uh go into buying a house i'm gonna send you the numbers and say is this okay For sure yeah absolutely i'd love to work with you absolutely because <laughs> i'll be tear unless it's literally three five six maybe that's the house number i need other than 36 or 27 <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 but something something like i just want something very nice is going to come and just come to you in okay, so the planet part, I think, is fascinating. And I, I think that was a great, um, I think it was such an aha moment for me, like I said, because it was another dimension of looking at the numerology from a new perspective, as opposed to just looking at what it adds up to. And I think that the example that you just shared with the astrologer is a great example of that. Um, the other thing that you were talking about in the book is the timing of it all. And, and that's probably what you were just talking about, how we get levels of, of luck. You know, it's like the wheel of fortune in the tarot. You, exactly. You're going to have ups and you're going to have downs. So exactly. how do you know, uh, you know, like you were talking about specific months that, that may be better than others or um, certain days that would be considered, you know, highly auspicious as opposed to not being auspicious. Yeah, the, you, so yeah, so there's you know there's certain months, right? And, and this again has been researched. Now, I've, I've, you know, this is like in I've researched this in general, right? So most number one people, right? You know, months like um, let's see, February, July, August, you know, December. These months, you know, would <laughs> excuse me, would be you know they, they would find that more more things happen for them that that energy because February has all Uranus energy, July 
July has uh, has moon energy, August has sun energy, and December is Jupiter. So these months would be luckier for number one people. The number two is more like, um, you know, more more the months like uh, you know February is going to be good for you, or uh, May, June, June, and July, August. So these these months are going to be more prominent. You know how it is? The times when your luck is going to be heightened. You know. So that's how it goes. I'm a number three. So, you know, I'm, I'm always, I feel luckier when uh, as this winter season will kind of die down and when spring comes and spring and fall is always, uh, has been lucky for me. And I always see a lot of, you know, things happening at the time, you know, and then if you're a number six, you're, you're pretty much like my, my energy, you know, number six is also you have March and March, May, and then the end of the year, October, November, December, you know, those months will be lucky for you and you know, I'll be luckier. So now as you come out of this, uh, 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 the winter season, right, after February the 21st and onwards, right, you feel that, you're, you know, energy is shifting, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, and this is research. And I've, you know, because I've done so many readings over the years, I've, I have, a, I've just picked up a general, general pattern. So it's uh, generally, it's, this is generally speaking, it's research-based, right? It's basically based on all the readings. And how do people made. know? Uh, if they're listening to this today, how do they know what their number is? So what we have to do, Amanda, is you know, we have to first know their date of birth, right? And then from the date of birth, so there's a way to do a little calculation, which I have not explained in the book. It's, it's, it's a calculation, right? And then I can calculate and I can tell you what the best vibes is going to be, you know? The best numbers are going to be, or the best planetary energy that sits on the date of birth. And then... Uh, and then, and then they also have to understand, right? It is all sixes are not the same, or all fives are not the same, or all ones are, you know, not the same. You know, so they have to understand those different shades of numbers, huh? And then you will have to go and find because even tuning the name is, you know, it's it's, it's a little, it's very tricky, you know, to get that frequency and match the first and the last and the compound, right? And then match it with the date of birth. It's a little tricky, you know. I mean, you need some experience to do that. Um, well, I'm glad that you told me that a five is good for me because my uh, name, Amanda Gates, actually is a 32.5. So <laughs> it is. I didn't know that. I, I didn't even look at that. Oh my God, that's that's so cool. My my nice. full name is not. It's a nine, but it's not a good nine. It's an 18, which is not good. But th that no, was the 18. thing when I was reading oh, the geez, book. So that answers another question. 18 is no, no 18 is not good on the name at all. 18 is not a good number. I know it's not, but I mean, I, I guess at some point I, I could maybe change my name, but my short name, Amanda Gates, is a 32.5. Well, that's perfect. See, that the, the, you are communicating with the whole world here. There you go. Excellent. See? So, you, you know, I, I've always wondered if five was a good number for me, and you, you validated that. So that's oh, good. Yeah. So probably the best thing for people would maybe be to just start with their, their birthday yeah. And just know that it's a, it's kind of a launching point. They can start there, but there's other factors that are playing into the energy aspects, whether it's planetary names uh, and other factors, it sounds like. Is that correct? Absolutely correct. There are many other factors that have to be looked into, right? And uh, and then again, Amanda, this book, this book is, is, this is not a how-to book, you know? I mean, it's, I want your, your listeners to understand that. I mean, there's a lot of information here. It's applied numerology, right? And of course, I'm not, I, nobody knows everything and neither do I. But whatever I have experienced and applied over the years, I've you know, tried to put it there. But uh, so if, 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 if anyone decides to buy this book, uh, firstly, I mean, when I tell you again that this is not a how-to book, but you'll definitely learn a lot from this. You know, you'll learn a lot, a lot of you know, things from this. And Yeah, I um, learned Costco's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I like a lot of the many examples. answers there. Oh, your, many of your answers came in here in this book. Huh? Costco came right to you. Well, yeah, I mean, you mentioned Apple and some other important things, but Costco kind of jumped out at me. I was like, hot damn. <laughs> <laughs> I like Costco. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 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 So when um, somebody is, uh, you also have another book. I, I didn't get a copy of that one, but you, you also have another book that is about real estate numbers. Is that correct? Yeah, your home numbers. Yeah, that, that came out earlier in 2007. So yeah, that is also available on Amazon. You know, it's called The Power of Home Numbers. And, the, and that book has examples, it has many, many, many examples of different numbers and different shades and different birthdays and different people. You know, so that again has a lot of knowledge, you know, for learners or, 
people who are trying to sell or buy real estate, you know. And uh, yeah, there has been it's been researched and looked at by many many people over the years. Uh, that book, you know, by people around the world, actually. I just need to get it translated in other languages. That's all. <laughs> just one more thing to do on your plate, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It makes sense to me, though, to have something like that because real estate is such a, a big investment, and um, that's exactly what it is, is an investment. And it can be that, you know, it's an investment for you personally, or maybe it's something that, you know, you purchase and rent out. Or, you know, I know that there's a lot of investors here in Nashville that, you know, will do that. They'll buy multiple homes to um, for the investment opportunities. But it makes so much sense to me to uh, make sure that the addresses are a vibrational match to who you are as the owner of the home because you're gonna have more success with them, especially if you're a flipper or if you're uh, investing in them and renting them out. You're gonna have much more success with your tenants and and just the energy around the home, isn't that right? Absolutely right. But then also another one more thing, you know, but for, for this business of uh, you know buying homes and all, you know, we should also remember families, their families, their children there too, right? You know, and I've seen, and they, of course, you know, realtors are in the business of making money, you know, they don't care, you know, what, they just want to push a sale and collect a commission, right? But the, at the end of the day, right, I mean, you know how it is, I mean, and, and the majority don't know and they don't care, right, what they're selling and they don't care. But but if you put someone in a house inadvertently, right, and you don't realize where you put them to, just imagine, you know, what, what could happen to that, to that family, right, they might. You know, people might fall sick in the house or they might lose their jobs, but they might never be lucky. You know how it is. How many challenges you've just created for, uh, you know, a person. I know, of course, a lot of people these days hire these feng shui experts and this and that and whatever, right? But I can tell you for sure, if the energy in the door is not corrected, right, then all this never works. I've seen it all the time. I've seen it all the time, right? So, um so this factor of finding the right vibrational frequency on the door is very, very important. So do consider it before you decide to spend all that money, right? And, and don't rush, you know, don't rush, take your time, do your due diligence and then put your money, you know? And yeah, and you were, you were talking about, uh, before we got into the show today, you were talking about how uh, real estate is very much a, a root chakra thing. And I have to agree with that. A lot of people are just in it for the money and, and they don't have much compassion or kindness. Um, it's all about the transaction. And so I could, you know, I've experienced that myself with uh, feng shui is that, you know, a lot of real estate agents don't even want to take that into consideration because especially here in Nashville, it's just a bunch of hooey, you know, it's a bunch of nonsense and, and it's such a, um, egoic world that we live in, that there can't possibly be more to the story uh, why a transaction is is not working or not. All they care about is the commission. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, I hate that. I just don't like it. I have realtors all the time. I had this one client a few months ago, and uh, I told the gentleman, I said, "Listen, you you asking me, and the answer is no, right? I don't like the number. It doesn't match with your energy. So right, that's it." Then he then he has a realtor call me. He says, oh, why don't you reconsider? I said, I said, there's no reconsider. I've given you the answer. That's it, right? I'm not going to change nothing. Right? I mean, now it's up to you. You buy it or don't buy it. But I've given you my answer. And that's not going to change, right? So, uh, so that's how I strongly feel about them. Because I see people all the time. I've seen, you know, people have gone into homes and suddenly with deadly disease like cancer, you know. You know, I mean, for, for no reason, for just living in wrong places, right? Which could have easily been avoided. You know, people have struggled with money for years, you know. Kids have gone to the wrong crowd, you know, and families got separated. And I mean, I, I've seen it, I've seen so much of that in the last 30 years that, you know, I just get very irritated when someone's trying to push a deal, right? And right. then on top of that, you're asking me to chat. I said, no, sorry, no changing mind. That's final. So um, that's how it is. That's how, I, that's how strongly I feel about them. That's how strongly. But I've, see, I've seen good things and bad things happening to people for years and years, you know? Well, to me, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, you can all you can go all the way back to uh, like Saint Germain, and he talks about the alchemy of uh, animal spirits and the alchemy of numbers and and Merlin. You know, uh, the there are so much information surrounding Merlin and the alchemy of astrology and numerology, and um, I feel like and we consider ourselves so advanced as a society. And in, in many ways, we are uh, quite primitive when we look back to how connected our ancestors were, not only to our planet, but to uh, otherworldly things. 
And, yes. you know, even Nostradamus, you know, th there are camps that absolutely love him and, and camps that absolutely hate him and, and think it's a bunch of hooey. But I find it so fascinating that our ancestors were so much further tapped in, tuned in and turned on to uh, spiritual matter that's in our lives, that, that they were open to a consciousness that's far beyond the five senses. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. And to I me, totally. numbers are, are just another factor that we have all of these fantastic spiritual tools that our ancestors used, whether it's feng shui, whether it's uh, numerology, astrology, energy healing, whatever it is. And, and, you know, those who get it, understand it, and they understand the, the power of resonating with those correct vibrations. Exactly. And I guess, you know, for those who don't, It'll, <laughs> it's up to chance, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I've seen so many people, so many, you know, they've been through good schools and colleges and everything that, you, that they could do, right? And then at some point, then, oh, are you, that time was so good. And then I said, this time is not so good, right? And then it's so easy to kind of trace it back and, you know, give the answer. So um, maybe the, the, the parents were very wise, like you said, and they stayed in the right places and the kids grew up and say, hey, you know, we don't believe in this and this and that. And then they got jerked all their lives. They got nowhere. They think back, oh, that time was so good, right? I was so lucky there. So, well. Yeah. And they don't yeah. put two and two together. Yeah, now, yeah, in no, the, they don't. No, they don't. In the book, you talk about the concept of heavy numbers. And I was just saying my name is, my full name is an 18. Um, tell us a little bit about the numbers 16 and 18. Why are they considered heavy? So, see, so these, two, these two planets, right? Like 16 first. So one and six, you know, it's a sun and Venus energy. So sun and Venus, even in the, in the solar system, the, Venus is very close to the sun, right? And then we all know that Venus is also a very hot planet. And the year 2022, though, two is repeating three times as moon thrice, but we can still say it carries a lot of, because moon is very compatible with Venus, the number six. Two sports to number six in, in many ways, right? So what happens is that uh, the one and the six, because they're so close and sun and Venus are not very, they don't complement each other that much. And so whenever they come together, I've seen in homes or uh, I've seen that more in homes, but, I, but, but in names, it is completely different. But on homes, the one and the six would, you know, always bring in things like, you know, uh, treachery and deception and confusion and, you know, things like that, right? And it's like believability, right? Whatever comes out is not believed. And then what happens is, uh, and it challenges you from a, from a health perspective. So it's typically what happens is people, you know, would, ha would have challenges from the waist downwards, you know, say from the second chakra downwards to the feet, you know, problems with the feet or, or uh, you know, or the pelvic, the girdles, you know, or, you know, burning hands in the kitchen, you know, things like that. Mm. And, and that comes back to the White House as well. See, the number is 1600, you know. So 1600 is uh, Pennsylvania Avenue is, is, is there too. And see, again, it comes to that. I've talked about this number in the book as well. And, uh, and 1600 is, you know, it, it emanates uh, trickery and deception, right? Is like You're trying to confuse the masses, right? You're trying to say something. Wait, are you true. saying our government is trying to sway us? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I'm just telling you what the numbers do. I'm sure the government is being truthful and honest. Right? Oh, <laughs> I mean, gosh. I was saying to the government, but I'm just telling you what these numbers do. I'm just talking purely on the perspective of numbers, right? Wink, so, wink. <laughs> uh, yeah, 1,600. But I, honestly, if you ask me, you know, I, I that combination of numbers, I don't like it, you know, as a numerologist. So then I, I suggested, if you, if you read the book, Amanda, I'm sure you did the, read the whole book. And somewhere I've talked about the White House and I've talked about 1600. And I've also talked about, you know, turning the six to a nine. It's turning it around, right? Just flip it around. So it's got a one nine zero zero and the sun and nine are very compatible. Sun and Mars, both warm, are very compatible. It's great for leadership. And so I just left it as a thought, right? I, I know a lot of people will find it funny and absurd, but... A lot of people find it very intriguing. It makes sense. It makes yeah, sense. So. Now, what about 18? So 18, again, is Sun and Saturn, right? So 1 and 8 are always very challenging planets. You know it in astrology as well. So Sun and Saturn, uh, like I said earlier, yin and yang, father and son, you know, is light and dark, right? Always colliding energy. Always collide. It's like you know, another example. If you look at you know, the eyes and the peas in the diplomatic world, and they say eyes and peas is like Israel and Palestine. Look at the code is one and eight, I and P, right? I's and P's, one and eight, always, you know, locked in, 
you know, action. And then if you go to the other part of the world, which is India and Pakistan, I's and P's again, <laughs> always well, follow. Yeah, one in eight again collides, right? But um, 18 is a heavy, you know, 18 is, you know, it's, it's good for a name if you're serving the armed forces or something, you know, if you're dealing with guns and explosives and, you know, all that. But it's, 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 it's more inclined towards destruction than creation. Well, I mean, I guess since I'm a Scorpio, I guess I could do, I'm, I'm what they, they say that the scorpion uh, burns everything down and rises from the ashes is the Phoenix. So <laughs> maybe that's, that's my, my point is the sun and Saturn are knocking heads so that I can continue my path as a Scorpio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. So another thing that you mentioned in the book is, um, which I, I, do find this fascinating is because um, Linda Goodman also talked a lot about how uh, 12 is the victim number and, and how it, it there's a, a lot of heaviness around it. But the number 21 is a highly favorable auspicious number. And all you're doing is inverting the numbers. Can you explain wh what the difference is? Yeah, exactly. So you said what happens is one and two, right? I mean, it's similar energy. It's got, it's got sun and moon energy, you know, sun and moon, yin and yang is balanced energy. And two and one is moon and sun is, you know, is the, well, the planets are there. But what happens is whenever sun precedes the moon in numbers, it comes, it comes like one and two, right? It's, it, it brings in the hard luck energy, you know, it's like, you know, you have to work too hard for too little. You know how it is, and if you're living in a house number with with one twos or ones two zero one zero, I've seen that. You know, typically you get depressed, you hit the bottle, things like substance abuse, and uh, you know loss of money challenges. You know, it has basically hit the money, right? And then if it comes to a twenty one with two one or two one zero, so when moon precedes the sun, it is very auspicious, very auspicious. Two zero one in a home number is fantastic. If that's your code, it's like. It's like a, the, it's always, the, the, you know, you're always, the wealth is in the house. The pond is always full, right? So, and then and there are many, many famous people that have a 21 on their first name. See, Jupiter of, of a 21 variety on a first name is very, very good. You know, it brings great luck. And then the total combination also has to complement, right? So, uh, so, so that's what it is. And then 21, you know, also... Um, uh, you know, in Hindu tradition, there's you know they use these rudraksha. I wonder if you know rudraksha beads. You know, these are seeds that grow on trees in, in the Himalayan kingdom, right? And you know, these sadhus and sages have owned those seeds for years and years, and they're different facets. Facet. Are you aware of those seeds? They're called rudraksha beads. I think I have a set, actually. Yeah, I'm sure you do. So those rudraksha beads. So what happens is these beads. You know. Um, uh, as the beads get higher, right, on a higher frequency, say, if you're, you know, wearing like, a, you know, 15 up, like if you're wearing a 16, 17, 18, those are a little expensive, but people still own them. But the one which is a 21 faceted Rudraksha bead, you know, is, 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 it represents the energy of Lord Kubera, and they say Lord Kubera is, is the controller of all the money, all the wealth. So if you have a, if you have a 21, you uh, know, in, in, in your person or in your possession, it'll bring you tremendous, tremendous wealth. Wow, that's interesting. I like that. Yeah. Um, my mom is actually a, a 21, which you said three is a good number. And, and it's funny because my mom and I have a fantastic relationship. Oh, that's so nice. That's so nice to hear. Yeah. So then now it makes more sense as to why uh, she and I get along so well. Um, Towards the end of the book, you talked a lot about um, crystals and the benefits of using crystals. And you gave a fantastic example of uh, a gentleman that you were working with in a warehouse. And um, I was curious, you had said that he needed to use amethyst in the warehouse. I think you told him to put it in the four corners. And then I think you had said to put it somewhere in his office, like behind his desk or something. And I, I was curious um, how you chose that crystal for him and, and how you why you laid them out the way that you did. Yeah, so, so, so I do these, this crystal all the time. And like, so just the other day, I have this friend of mine, he's a physician, right? He's a, he's a, you know, I've known him for many, even before he went to med school, right? He's, you know, he's been consulting with me, but now of course he's, he's an MD and, but he still makes sure. So, so this, this last year, no, he married this gal. She's a dentist. And uh, so they set up a, a dental office right here in uh, the city of Fremont and, and then he chose the name and everything for them. And then, and then after the 
the thing was all constructed, right? So he said, now what do we do? I said, place crystals in all these places, right? Which he did. And then she placed nine crystals in nine corners. And so I think I I have that little thing of, you know, picking up the right energy and matching it with the date, with the address of the space. You know? So that's what I did. I picked nine different ones and I, you know, I felt the energy. Maybe, I don't know, I have a little gift. I don't know, maybe I do, I don't. So I felt the energy and then I, you know, kind of did some programming on them and then I placed them there. And uh, and then by the grace of God, you know, he he's he's happy. You know, he says that, you know, everything is in the positive and the business is picked up. So and is then, that why he called you in? Was to take a look at that, or what? What were uh, what were your hopes for the benefit of, of placing those crystals in the warehouse? Was he having financial trouble? Yes. So what? Yeah, the warehouse thing was what was happening was this gentleman was having issues with his. Uh, Invoices, you know, is, is, uh, he was not being, he's not being, the, the people are not paying him, you know, he's sending all the, uh, you know, all the orders being shipped out and, and the money was getting blocked. You see, the money was not flowing back in. And so that is what was happening in that case. And then, um, so then for the same thing, this, this actually, this warehouse thing was many years ago, but I, I did some work for him at his house a couple of years ago. He called me again. And so we shifted the energy, but the, after we shifted the warehouse energy, you know, and those, the, like you asked those, those questions about placing one uh, right behind him and then, uh, and then the, all the other places, right? So that again was uh, gauged by his, uh, his address and his, uh, and his own energy. And, and actually, I remember what happened after that last meltdown, you know, his, he, you know, his, he started going down. It's a huge facility, I know, like 30,000 square feet, huge here in Belmont. And I remember he's, I think he sold it last year. He's, he got out of the business last year and he, and he made a good chunk of money and he got out. Well, good and for him. Yeah, yeah. But I remember after the last meltdown, he was really, you know, he's sinking, right? And then something happened magically. So, uh, you know, we could stop it and then kept him going. And, and that I'm grateful to God that that happened to him. So, yeah. Well, I found it uh, interesting. Uh, you know, I liked the fact that you were, it, it feels very holistic, the approach that you have by combining the uh, vibrational energy of numbers, you're factoring in stones, you know, you had mentioned a couple of stones that I should wear to try um, to benefit me. Um, the fact that you're also including crystals, I think that it's um, such a, a beautiful way to uh, inhabit a space to elevate the vibration and enhance your luck. Um, like you said, you know, you can't have luck every single day. Otherwise, what the, what the hell's the point of being here? We have to grow at some point, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like we do have to learn at some point, but yeah. I'm, you know, I, I'm curious. I, I, I feel like after this interview, it, to me, it makes a lot of sense why everybody should take into account the numbers that are in their life. But um, what's your opinion on that? You've been doing it for 30 years now. You've seen a lot of, uh, clients over the years, you've seen their successes. You've seen what goes wrong when they get it wrong. Um, why should everybody take numerology into consideration in their life? You know, it's just another aspect of, uh, you know, of learning of knowing, you know, that, that there are other ways of, uh, uh, you know, improving your life and life as it is, is so short, right. And we don't have time. You know, and by the time you realize, oh, this could have worked right, you know, you've already gone 60 years, you know. So, uh, um, so I, I would definitely like the audience to, you know, do more research, you know, learn about it. I mean, more in your younger years when you're young, you know, research it. And then so that as you grow older, right, your life is easy. You know, we don't want people to just struggle, you know, for years and years, you know, for, you know, which could have been easily avoided, right, this information. So I just want the uh, reader to be aware, you know, that a lot of things can improve, you know, a lot of changes can be made, your life can become much better, you know, so uh, just just hear it out and just check it out and, you know, and it'll, it'll definitely benefit you, you know, absolutely benefit you, your, 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 your resonation will, will go higher, you'll feel more luckier, you know, and you'll know when to do, what to do, and, you know, and then this business of love and relationships is an ending situation, right? People just come and go in all the time. And then you know the good ones, you know, and who are the ones that you think are good, but they're not good, right? So you stay with, you know, uh, the right people, you know, and uh, and stay with them till the end. And I'm, I, I'm, you know, I believe that, you know, it's like, you know, you, you get married, you know, and then you you have the right match, and then you stay with that person forever. And I mean, I mean I, I'm like that, you know, I, 
because I come from a house where my parents were, you know, very happily married, right? And then I, and that's what I like, right? Like <laughs> to find the right person, and then you stay with that person. It makes me, you know, I just that thought makes me so happy. But I don't see it that much, though. You know, I just, uh, I see, you know, it come and go and come and go, and I don't know. <laughs> doesn't make me happy really yeah. I see it from a little bit of a different perspective I, I don't um you know one of the things that I find the beauty of, of numerology uh, especially combining it with astrology is um less about the trivial things of life less about the egoic things of life um you know the relationship the car the money the you know the blah 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 I don't I don't get so much caught up in that um to me it's more about the spiritual aspect of uh, raising your own personal energy, raising your own personal vibration so that you can be an optimal human in this meat suit, which we were talking about before oh, yeah. the show. Yes. We incarnate in this vessel and we can go on a journey that can be quite difficult and, and be filled with suffering and, and sorrow. And um, if there are ways that we can benefit our meat suit <clears throat> and, and raise our vibration, this to me is such a beautiful way to do that because you're aligning your energy with the energy of your environment and the things around you to benefit you. And that's just going to elevate your consciousness. I love it the way you said it. It's excellent. You said it just the right way. <laughs> Amen. So the book is called All About Numbers. Uh, I highly recommend that everybody uh, grab a copy. It's available on Amazon. And um, I just, I found it so fascinating, all the information that's in it. And it, it definitely gave me some new ahas about numerology that I was not uh, familiar with. And I just uh, really appreciate you taking the time today to come on to the show. And I'm just looking at the clock and it's 333 here in Nashville. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> Perfect that's, timing. Yeah, uh, Jesse, yeah, sure. if people okay. are interested in uh, connecting with you, learning more about you, finding you, where do they go? They can go to my website, Amanda, it's jessicalcy.com or uh, they can just Google my name, Jesse Calcy, you'll find me very easily. Perfect. And I'll also yeah. include that in the show notes for easy access for everyone. Jesse, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. Thank you. Thank you, Amanda. Uh, you taught me a new word today, meat suit. Thank you. <laughs>